Snap at me all you want. I did it to you for years. I took everything out on you. And I'm really deeply sorry. I feel like I wasted so much time with you that could have been really great. And now that we are finally great, it's just the timing sucks. Timing is everything, isn't it? Your father walked into a bar when I happened to be singing. I mean, if not for that timing, then none of any of this. And then four gazillion other things had to happen in order for this to happen right now. For me to be sitting here with you, with my daughter, my girl, my best friend. From Providence, Rhode Island, <clears throat> welcome to This Is Us Too. <laughs> it's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC, so sit back, relax, and have a good cry. <laughs> Welcome, my name's Mary Larson, a.k.a. the girl that just decided to eat peanut butter crackers right before recording. Yeah, not not smart, Mary. Not my greatest. Not the best choice that you've ever made in your life. What are we doing? (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, not great. Not great. (sighs) Not great at all. No, not great. Could have have made a better choice, you know, than eating some salty stuff right before you talk. Hey, you know. Hey, it's not like we're professionals or anything. It's not like we've been doing this now for, you know, at least eight years. It's okay. Yeah. No problem. Let's drink some more soda, too, while hey. we're at it. <laughs> Maybe I'll burp, too. You guys are going to have a whole bunch of fun things. <gasps> oh, it's classy broad. Classy broad. I gave my water bottle to our kid, okay? Yeah, that's true. So Good point. Good I don't point. have my water bottle we gotta, right now. We got a sick boy right now. Not really sick. Well, I mean, yeah. He's, it'll sick. But not COVID sick, okay? Yes, that's so good. that's the clarification. Yeah, yeah good point. Good <laughs> point. That's normal, a great normal distinction. Sick. <laughs> normal sick. All right, so. Uh, you a got little, a story? I do. Oh, okay, good. Why, did you? No, 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 no. I was just making sure you had a story. That's all. Yeah. Um, oh, shoot. You just made me forget it for a hot second. Hold on. Let me go through the different characters because I knew what it was going to be. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep vamping for you. Okay, well, why don't you? I don't have a story because I because I in the documentation it says that you are supposed to have I know, a story, and I did just have a story, and it just went on my okay. Get back, that a girl. Here we I'm go. I'm going through the different times. That's that's the thing is generally during an episode, if it's one time frame, mm-hmm. I just think which of the big three was it again because I don't write it down. Blake's great; he writes everything in his document that he wants to say, even the things he doesn't even say. He it's all in there. No! Me, I just see this as story time, Mary. <laughs> And I have to wish and hope that when I watch the episode and I said, ding, 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 that's it, that I remember. Uh, and when it is just one time frame, I think, what big three was it? Oh, yeah, it was that one. But now we're like in all different time frames, all different people. All big threes all over the place. I can't even handle it. It's only going to get worse. So, I know. <laughs> so, as uh, what, what hit me was the moment when Kate had to have the talk with Rebecca at the before this conversation that you just aired where sure. she had to say, you know, I'm sorry, but you can't babysit alone. And it is weird getting to this point. And some of my family does listen to this podcast. And so they might be like, Mary, I hate you in this moment, but please don't. Um, it's weird when, you know, you have family members who um, have watched your kids and who've, who've helped out, who've, who've helped out and raised you. And then there comes times and issues in people's lives where you can't. Mm-hmm. And, um, whether that is emotional stuff that people are going through and they don't realize that, you know, it's not the best for them or if physically they can't, you know, so Rebecca's getting to a point where it's this whole mental and physical thing where she could just forget that the kids are there and forget where she is. And so for, for Blake and I, we've had to make a choice, particularly within the past month or so where, um, you know, we had to kind of cut back on asking for help, 
for babysitting for our kids. And even just honestly, the past couple of years, um, just because of the panorama and not wanting to make people feel uncomfortable or get people sick. And um, a couple of my parents have recently been like physically not well. And even though mentally they're fine to watch our cherubs, our cherubs are bananas. Okay. They're six and eight. They're super active. They're also super sneaky. I mean, they sneak out of their rooms and they steal food. Little ninjas. All the time. They're they're and they take pride in their ninja skills, <laughs> right? So um, you know, a couple of my parents really want to be able to help, and yet physical limitations at this current time have made it difficult. So Blake and I have said, okay, it just means that there's less babysitting. And we can either tell them sometimes, like, you know, we don't need it or we're going to pass. And it just sucks. And it does suck for them, particularly if you're listening to it right now. So if so, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it just sucks to come to a point in your life, whether it's earlier. You know, a lot of people get sick or hurt early. Um, and it's very upsetting when you are limited. You know, you can get really frustrated or as you age and things do break down mm -hmm. or it's harder to heal from things and you realize that you can't do the things that you want to do. I mean, we've all been there where you're sick or you're hurt for a long time and you just can't do the same stuff. I know a lot of people who have long COVID right now who've been dealing with a lot of exhaustion and mm -hmm. they're very, very frustrated um, because of that. But um it's hard to have to have those conversations as a parent of kids where we have to say like, I appreciate your offer, but I don't think it's best for you. Mm -hmm. And that sucks to have that role reversal in this time in life. That is hard. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's a weird thing. To like say, I, know I know you took care of me Yeah, and I know you want to take care of them, but it may not be the best time or choice right now. Yeah. Weird. Totally weird. My ninja kids will literally. <laughs> My ninja kids will break you. They will escape. <laughs> they will take your car. <laughs> they, they will just ruin you. You know, that's the last thing that you want. Our kids are actually family. very, very good. No, they are. But they're good. ninjas. I mean, but they're ninjas. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are right, you ready to get into this episode, Marvin? Yes. Let's do it. Before we. Oh, oh Sorry. Go ahead. Before we do, I'm going to read what's in my Google Doc, Blake. Oh, I'm just we not used to this. We want to remind you <laughs> that you can find us on all sorts of social medias. I highly recommend that you do um, just because we do have ninja kids who occasionally get sick and we don't have babysitters right now. So that being said, our podcast schedule is really off this time of year <laughs> if you're listening in the present time. So please make sure that you are following us, particularly on Facebook and Instagram, as we do post our updates there. And you can go to MarianBlake.com to see all of our other podcasts. Podcasts. Okay. Can we? Can I play the music now? Uh, yes. We're good now. You are good. Uh, all right. Let's do it. All right. This episode was entitled "Hot and Soul." Of course, a reference to the song that. Uh, Rebecca and Kate play throughout the entire episode and how that served as a narrative through line, but also uh, I think just nice in how a lot of these characters relate to each other and we're getting to the heart and soul of a lot of their relationships and how they uh, respond to relationships for, for many of our characters. And I think that's a really cool aspect. Uh, uh, this Is Us has been usually very good at naming their episodes I really liked this episode, the way that it was entitled. Uh, the director was Chris Sullivan. You may know that name. You should know that name because that's Toby. Yay. Toby directed this episode. And Marvin, this is his first credit ever. Good job. First and only credit of ever directing anything. It is this. So uh, congratulations, um, Chris Sullivan. I appreciate you. Bam! Just like that. A winner! Writer was Julia Brownell, a uh, veteran of the This Is Us writing staff since 2018. She has written the episodes Katie Girls, Songbird Road Part 2, Flip a Coin, New York, New York, New York, The Ride, and obviously now this one, Hot and Soul. I like Julia Brownell's work. Uh, I think that I think she hits a lot of great tones in this episode, but we'll get to that in a minute. What do you got for your lemonade, Mary? My lemonade rating for this episode, I'm giving it a 4.8. Okay, not bad. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. 
I like that. Uh, Me too. I'm going to give this one a 479. I think I liked this episode better than the previous ones. We're essentially the same number. You getting into the ninth hundredths. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, like I said, I'm being nuanced. fancy. I'm being nuanced. You got to have nuance in the final season. We're breaking all the rules, okay? Yes, we are. Um, A 479 out of this episode I liked better than the previous ones, except for the Jack episode. That still is higher, in my opinion. Uh, and I think there's a lot of great reasons for it. Uh, but we'll, I think, again, we'll get into that in the GBGs. So therefore, Marvin, your GBG, you're good, you're bad, and the great. Okay, so my good is Kate being honest with Rebecca. I think that whole conversation was really touching and really special. Mm-hmm. And for her, you know, the clip that you played in the beginning of this episode, um, it's just really hard, raw things. And, uh, you know, Kate being now a parent, a busy parent, um, herself and essentially at many points feeling like a single parent mm-hmm. like how Rebecca had to be a single parent for so long um, you know just a very different respect level and now there's this kind of real reverse so I just think it's a really endearing um, relationship to see at this point so I enjoyed those scenes my bad um, was Rebecca hitting Kate when she called her a slut Oof. And not immediately apologizing. Now, I know we're watching this show in 2022, okay? Mm -hmm. I know that in 1990-whatever this happened. 96-ish? Yeah. Um, That would have been fine. And honestly, like, people still do that-ish now. Yes. Um, But I just found it so sad for them that Rebecca wouldn't have said, I'm sorry, but like, please don't speak to me again that way or to have handled it a little yeah, differently. Yeah, well, you gotta, you gotta also think the kind of level that you're at where you resort to that it thing. It just made me sad. Oh, yeah, It just yeah, made no, me yeah. very sad. Yes. Um, one of my children swore at me yesterday I didn't tell you this because you probably would have wanted to have a Rebecca reaction. Oh, I would have. And um, you wouldn't have slapped, but... They would have been intimidated there by would you have been a, in a way. There, and I, I'm the hammer in the in the house. Okay, I'm the hammer. You, if 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 I have to get into a situation, it ain't good. <laughs> the quote was, "Math is shh." <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly yes, who it is. I know. Then. I know. Um, <laughs> and so you know, it's Ooh. it's difficult when. Well, he didn't swear at you. It wasn't. That's it. I wasn't called a name. Yeah. Okay. All right. um, that's different. So that is different. I was like, oh no. It, I pretty much turned into mother knows best. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. But it was just difficult to see, and the reaction, subsequent reaction, was. There was none. Yeah. Of like, I'm sorry I did that. Yeah. Please don't call me a slut. Yeah. You know, that would have been what I would have wanted. Um, and then my great Beth. Beth. All-star Beth. Whether oh. it's worst case scenario, we need a new game. Whether it's <laughs> this is a tactic, you know, I Beth at dinner. Beth brought the heat. Beth also appreciates a good blueberry dessert. Oh, eating it right out of the pie. T- that girl is my soulmate. Right out of the pie tin. Just she's my patronus. <laughs> she's everything. <laughs> Between the pantry wine, eating the blueberry pie right out of the tin, being smart enough to know that this is all tactics. Beth, Beth's bringing it today. Blueberry Beth. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I love pies. I love cobblers. Blake is like, if it's fruit, it shouldn't be dessert. Yes. Well, no, I, I, I could do key lime pie. I could do lemon meringue. There's like not real fruit in that, Blake. Well, it's That's fruit just juice. juice. Sure, there's there's fruit no in there. fiber from it. There's no, no. There's fruit in there somewhere. It's, that is basically sweet and condensed milk. I could do apple pie. I'm, I'm in on apple pie. You really don't love apple pie. I'm though. not like in love with it, but if it's like a last resort type deal, yeah, sure. I'll okay. Have, I'll What's have your a, GBG? All right. No problem. There we go. All right. So my GBG is this. Um, again, I, I think ultimately what I really liked as for my good is uh, how Kevin and Cassidy, that whole thing that happened between them, it was alluded to. And you think it's going to go in one direction and it goes in a completely opposite direction. It subverts my uh, it subverted my expectation. Uh, and that's what I want because a show to, to this 
of well of this stature and to this degree, there's going to be tons and tons and tons of um story that it could get to story that it, it that it's uh, watchers expect and even someone like me like I expected Cassidy and Kevin to get together and when they point in that direction and they say nope never mind sorry I like that I think that's really good my bad <sighs> I just Do you need me to read it no I don't need you to read it I just it's the Malik and Deja storyline. The whole thing. I mean, you just don't like teenagers. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you're in. You're you're in for a lot of pain in about ten years, my love. I know. You know, it it comes down to what I like to call twenty four disease. Okay. Do you remember uh, Jack's daughter? You know, and she like, and it was. I think it was season two or three where she's got lo- she got she gets lost in the mountains and <laughs> she has to run away from a bobcat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was season two. It's like, I, this isn't Bobcat bad, but I don't know. It just, it feels so contrived. It feels, Malik feels much smarter than this, uh, than what he's doing. Um, and so does Deja. Deja feels, I don't know. It just, she. it feels like she, the, the writers are making her do this because she needs to do it. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Like no. she has to move to Boston because that's what the writers want her to do to create conflict. I don't know, man. I feel like in that age, you are pretty sure in your ways. No, I know, I know. But convinced I, and gosh, you have your first love, and then your first love, and you've just had sex. I know. I just uh, you heard the lady on the bus. Young love makes you do crazy things. It that does. lady knew the bus lady knew that was like her flipping fairy godmother. The bus scare very bus bad lady knew. Yes, that should be the new <laughs> the new shirt. Bus lady knew. Um, she she you know what she did? What? She asked the bus driver to play that song. I think I'll go to Boston. <laughs> That's actually you know what I kind of like that song. As a matter of fact, no, it's not because it's just bought, but yes, I like is. the song in no, general. If it was like I think I'll go to Chicago, you I, wouldn't I, like yeah, it as you're much. right. You know, then I it know. would suck. I know, Blake. I know you. <laughs> What's we name, all know you. What's the name of that song? I think I'll go, to, go Boston. to Boston song. I think I'll start a new life. I can't sing. I'm sick. <clears throat> yeah, Mary's not feeling good today. It's by Augustana. Augustana. <laughs> I, yeah, not sure. Augustana. Whatever. Okay, can we keep going? <laughs> Blake, you're getting distracted. I know, you're right, you're right. Uh, and my great, though, my great is the Rebecca and Kate stuff. Uh, you know, I've never been a huge fan of the Rebecca-Kate dynamic, but the way that their relationship was weaved in and out with the lens, well, through the lens of heart and soul, uh, it, it, how it begins and, and it, it, what happens in the middle and, and then how it ends and how it goes back and forth between all of the, t- the timelines by the end of the episode, again, it makes you feel like you're in good hands. It makes you feel like there was a point. Um, it's Rebecca and Kate's relationship is very complicated and especially when you put it through the light of Jack just dies and Kate is there and she sees her mom go on a date. It's an extreme where Rebecca gives her a slap, but at the same time, I like that. It's not like, I don't like the fact that she slaps her kid, but I just like the fact that there is this raw emotion and the show is not opposed to showing Rebecca make a mistake. You know, it's so interesting because you know, that, that's something that stirred me and it made me feel a lot of sad, bad feelings. And it's so interesting to have that be able to stand out because for the most part, the, the Pearson family is so wholesome. Yes. We have people who have, um, you know, alcohol issues and substance issues and, you know, different, different issues here or there, you know? Um, but, on the on the whole, it's a pretty wholesome family, and sure. it's interesting to me because I've uh, I gotta admit I like binged Euphoria. Yeah. Oh Guys, yeah. Can I just tell you? Not great, Bob. If you have seasonal depression, please don't binge Euphoria. <laughs> I'm just as your friend who's looking out for you. <laughs> don't do it. Okay. If you're an empath, definitely don't, don't do, do it. it. Yeah. Empaths who have seasonal depression, don't. 
do it, okay? I took the fall for you. Mary is the worst case scenario. Yes. So in that show, had a mother slapped a daughter yeah. for giving sass, you would have been like, whatevs. Yeah. Like, I've seen people pee in public, and I've seen bad, terrible things happen that I'm not going to mention right now. I like that pee in public is like the yeah, most- Yeah, that's like, the thing you go like to. The, that's like the PG Pearson thing I can say, okay? I'm just saying. That's as PG Pearson I as I can get. I've seen people pee in public, you know. <laughs> I've seen a, yes. Okay? I'm not even gonna because there's probably gonna be some of you who are like, Mary spoils it. I've seen two people's penises peeing in public. Oh, okay? man. I'll tell you that. Two of whom you shouldn't. Like, I've seen people pee in public. Like, I'm serious. <laughs> but I'm just saying that in context, it's shocking. And it's yes. awesome that even though I'm in this like desensitized euphoria land. No, it still gives you a little bit of a shock. Pearson slapping yeah. another Pearson makes me go, oh, Whoa. no. Yeah. Like, and the funny thing is, like, it's, I guess it's not funny. I guess it's ironic. Well, maybe not even ironic, but it's just Don't like, you think? it's like rain on your wedding day. Okay. You just took it too far. No, I didn't. Uh, it was just the perfect amount. If I kept going, it's like a free ride when you've already paid. If you kept going, then you're taking it too far. <laughs> um, I think it's my eighth grade teacher taught me about that guy that was killed, and then like he got his um, the sentence was revoked. Huh? In the song, the isn't it ironic song? Oh, 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 okay, gotcha. The guy who I thought like, you meant you actually had an eighth grade teacher. What's the what's what is the lyric? I don't remember. I but don't you know care. how he's like, sure. it's getting your death sentence repealed like 10 minutes yeah. after they already like killed you? Yes. My eighth grade teacher decided to teach us that story. Oh, gotcha. Because that song was trending and she's like, you want to know what that was? And we had yeah. to watch like some Oprah documentary on it. Yeah, that That sounds, teacher was crazy. That does not sound good. She looked like Mother God when she hasn't been touching the golden hair. <laughs> <laughs> she also taught us all how to hold our keys in between our fist. I was 13. Wow. Yeah, man, that ish was real. But she also taught me how to write a check. I think she was like, listen, they're all supposed, I'm supposed to be teaching you <laughs> yeah. American history. I'm going to teach you about so. the death penalty. And I'm going to teach you how to maim people. <laughs> <laughs> With the two keys, because you don't even drive. <laughs> your front door and your back door key. <laughs> if your parents even trust you I with know. that, because you're and, 13. And then you're going to learn how to balance your checkbook, because that's important <laughs> too. Because if you have a checkbook, you only have the passports. From Fleet Bank. <laughs> Fleet Bank. You're welcome. <laughs> Fleet Bank. You're welcome, fellow Zennials. Oh, I got you. Oh, man. Okay. Fleet Bank. <laughs> Take it away, Blake. Oh, that's good stuff. Um, no, the, the the thing that is is different about it is because we know how Rebecca is going to end up uh, in the future as her, we have this sense of almost deifying her. We have this sense of almost thinking like, okay, Rebecca can do no wrong because we know where she's going to end up and we know where she came from and we know that she lost Jack. And, and all of that soup, all the ingredients of that soup play into this moment. Like she is an adult now with, with a teenage child in her house that like she can't just go be a floozy. You know, like she has to be responsible for her kid. And I'm not saying that she would want to be a floozy, but like she has to take that into account in her dating life now. And that makes it far more complicated for her in how she has to maneuver herself. Uh, and, and when she makes a mistake like that, it's good to see that reality. It's good to see her overreact because she is so fraught with emotion about Jack and then moving on. And it's then like Kate Cabin Rebecca all over again. Like she's got these moments of weakness. Remember Cab and Rebecca yes, losing yeah, it? Yep. You know, like like you said, like we've kind of deified her. Yeah. Just like we've deified Jack. Absolutely. And, and Jack did some like moments. Yeah. Yeah. You need that moment where Jack gets hammered on the golf course and threatens Rebecca's dad. You know, like uh, I like the fact that the that the show allowed that to happen. All right, Marvin. Before you uh, before you croak from coffin, Stop. you ready? <laughs> you ready to get some big three it's feedback? It's not the Rona. Just you guys. Know. No, it's not. It's the flu. Yeah, you could tell the difference because I have phlegm. That's what, good point. That's what, that's what the doctor said. said. Well, that's the doctor what Google said. said. <laughs> Doctor said, Google. Said you got phlegm? Ain't the Rona. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's. Uh, and I've taken three tests. Don't worry, friends. Oh well, that's that's. I don't important. just trust Doctor Google. 
uh, hold on, wait. You know, I don't, I don't have my my directions up feedback. here. Then they said, hold that's on, that's it. <laughs> Big three. All right, fine. You do it. Ready? Go ahead. And we said, that's three. Big three. Big three. Bar- Barb Roden saying, based on many other comments, am I the only one who thinks Deja may be acting out of desperation and not maturity? Since arriving in Boston and seeing those shared coffee cups, her decisions may have been rooted in the fear of losing him. Randall and Beth need to find a way to get to the heart of this. Barb, you know, I hate to break it to you, but as someone who who um, went to visit a lot of friends at Harvard, those coffee cups were all Malik's. I don't think Malik was sharing <laughs> coffee cups with anybody. I don't think baby mama was coming in. And I don't think, um, you know, those coffee cups were anybody's but Malik's. Mm-hmm. I think that he is having a bachelor pad and he drinks that much coffee. So I don't think that it's desperation in the fact that he's seeing somebody else. Sure. Do you? Um, You think Malik has late night study sessions? My Harvard friend was so busy, he would just buy new underwear. <laughs> because he couldn't have time to wash his underwear. Freaking Harvard kids. Harvard, Harvard they had kids. the best parties. Harvard kids. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego themed dorm so, parties? Bunch of nerds. Bunch of nerds. Oh gosh, freaking Harvard kids. And in New kids. Orleans, they had a real big, big, big. And when I say this, I mean it in the worst way. Okay, usually it's it's a term of endearment. You're just not today. You're just lucky. Freaking. You're lucky. What I do didn't you mean I'm lucky? Up, I didn't. I didn't end up with the one that I dated. Good, because he's a he's a. He's, you don't even super, know who I don't dated even care. from Harvard. Don't even care. They're all the same. No, he's, they're all named, uh, uh, you know, Tyler no. and and they no, they not. they all play lacrosse. No, they not. And uh, or Landon. They're all named Landon. No. Yeah, bunch of Landons. Not at all. <laughs> All right, let's oh let's see. You're so repulsive. Freaking having kids wearing sweaters around Can you their necks. Stop, Blake. I love you. I mean, You're wearing a sweater now. <laughs> oh my god. From Chicago, longtime listener, first time calling Hi, in. Catherine. I ding, had ding. to call in about the heart and soul oh, yes. episode of This Is Us. I loved it. Felt like the show is bad. She needs to be restarted. Um, I, I didn't even get to hear her name because you were too busy making fun of people. Well, it's because COVID kids suck. They no, deserve they it. No, they don't. Harvard friends, if you're listening, which probably none of them are because I can't stand you, Blake. It's because the- <laughs> <sighs> they're too busy. Oh my gosh. Worrying about- You're lucky I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Point nine lemonades. Oh, hold on. Who is it? Cried. Rewatched. Uh, hold on. I, you know what? Got I, I got it. I got Blake. it. There we go. Got it. Hi, Mary Blake. This is Catherine from Chicago. Hi, Catherine. Long-time listener. Chicago. First time calling in. I had to call in about the Heart and Soul episode of This Is Us. I loved it. Felt like the show is back. Um, I gave it 4.9 lemonades. I laughed, cried, rewatched. It was great. My good, too many to mention. From Nikki being nervous to sleeping with his girlfriend to Beth and Randall and how they handled Deja and their banter back and forth. Um... Kevin uh, being called out by Randall about his relationships and thankfully Cassidy verbalizing how she and Kevin are not meant to be together and really Sophie is who she need, he needs to be with. My bad, Madison's boyfriend. I think he's a douche. I don't understand why what she sees in him. What? He needs to go. Why? And my great was the bookend that you preached that we should all have a tattoo of as listeners. It was so evident in this episode from the piano in the beginning to the end and it really moved me seeing teenager Kate sitting with her mom and both of them aching over the loss of Jack and her mom trying to move on. And as an adult, Kate sitting at the piano with her mom, putting her head on the shoulder once again, because she's realizing the loss she's going to have of her mom. And I think the song relates to every character in this episode that they were going through heartache and some soul crushing and reevaluating themselves from Kate and her mom to Kevin and Sophie to Randall and Deja and it just was a great episode. Thanks for all you do. Love your show. Bye. Thanks, Catherine. I appreciate that. I think Catherine brought some heat there. Oh my gosh. What did. are you surprised about? Not liking Madison's boyfriend. He's a Eli. little douchey. No, what? Oh He's my God. He's got some that douche is, chills. That is, stop it. That is an aggressively gross term. <coughs> I'm coughing in regards to it. <laughs> You're not allowed to use that word. All right, Please jump into your beautiful vocabulary that I know you have. He's a little. Stop being like scummy he's a little like he, i don't know he's just 
he, he, you know what he does? What? He insists upon himself. That's what he is. What do you even mean? He, he just insists upon himself. upon himself. I have no idea. Well, I'm I think, sorry. I think I think you just feel awkward because you know he's the new man there. But I think he's actually trying to be. Um, I th- I think he's doing all things right by Madison, who's a single mom, who's tired, who has twins, who has this awkward co-parenting relationship. Plus, her ex is the Manny. And he's not always starstruck. He's just like, oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah like, wh- yeah. why are you hating on him? It's because he insists upon himself. Well, how does he insist upon himself? Because he, he thinks, you know what? He's like, he's a little too comfortable. I don't like the comfort. The comfort level is a little too high for me. They're having sex. Of course he's comfortable. Yeah, he shouldn't be that comfortable. Especially when the, when the dad, when the baby daddy's around. You, you know what? I think he's just trying to be Hold nice. it back a little bit. Especially when he walks out of the bedroom and he's like, oh, we're watching YouTube videos. No, no. Let's just calm down here. I'm, I'm backing him. I think that he's <laughs> doing a good job. All right, next one. Hi, Marion Blake. It is Gloria from Hi, Gloria. the I give this episode four points. from Boston. Chris Sullivan, Toby's actor, did a fabulous job. Good for him. My good was Nikki and Kevin talking about sex in the kitchen. Can't believe Kevin used the word consummate. And Nikki talking about having sex with a real-life woman was hilarious. I have two bads. My first is Randall telling Malik to end it with Deja. Mm, yep. Not cool, Randall. Not cool. And second, Cassidy telling Kevin he's a wrecking ball for women. Not true. Mm. Besides, we still have about 13 episodes, so anything can happen. I'm still holding up for them. And my great is when Kate asked Rebecca to teach Jack piano. Mm. All the feels. I also love how my favorite character, Beth, at dinner was not having it at all. Mm-mm. She knew right away what Tess and Annie were doing. So fun. Cannot <laughs> fool their mama. No way. <laughs> That's it, guys. Um, have a good one. Bye. Thanks, Gloria. So good. Tactics. These are all tactics. Tactics. I totally agree. <laughs> you know agree. the cutest part in that scene is what? just Randall like, oh, we haven't heard knock-knock jokes for a long time. Oh, isn't that nice that she's asking <laughs> about the dance studio? Nice job. He falls for it all. <laughs> all right, last one. Hi, Marion Blake. This is Sydney calling from Dallas, Georgia. Hi, Sydney. Man, this Heart and Soul episode that just came out, it was a doozy for me. I am a pianist, oh. and music is really important to me. And just getting to hear the heart and soul get played made me nostalgic. And then just that scene at the very end between Rebecca and Kate showing her as a little kid and then as a teenager and as an adult and how their relationship has just come full circle. It was just really touching and sweet. And I definitely teared up. Man, this season is so good. And I just had to call in and share that because that one little moment, that relationship between Kate and Rebecca that's been so mm-hmm. wrought with tension, this whole run of the show, and now it's kind of coming to an end, and, you know, they're making peace and kind of learning how to say goodbye preemptively and too soon. Man, it was just a great episode. So, yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed it, too. Oh, and uh, Lemonade Rating. I'd probably give it a 4.78. Oh. So, Yeah. 4.78 Lemonade rating, and I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Bye. You know what? She's bringing the hundredths. She is. She's getting more nuanced. She knows what's up. She's joining the club. Love it. Good job. <laughs> um, all right, Marvin. Uh, so, listen, we're going to kind of run this one a little bit shorter than normal, ladies and gentlemen, because Mary, as you can hear in her voice, she is not feeling all that well. So I, I'm not going to sit here and make her talk forever. But I will say this, Mary. You could talk forever as long as you don't say douche. <laughs> I think there's a lot of great in this episode, um, as um, as Sydney referenced. Uh, and I think there's a lot of things that are a little challenging for me to accept. I, part of that challenge is accepting how Nikki has kind of dived into this relationship and he's like so their relationship seems a little bit like a sitcom kind of relationship like all of a sudden it's there and it works and yay nikki has a girlfriend like i don't know do you did you get that feeling or do you feel like i mean wasn't that essentially what happened when you and i met well yes when it works it works baby but uh, that's true 
that is very true. Yeah. Uh, but I, this 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 goes from a, this comes from a guy who couldn't even get on a plane a couple of years ago, like to go see his his, you know, uh, what is it? It, it, the, the babies yes the babies thank you that's wow my brain just just fell apart there for a minute yeah um yeah the, he couldn't even get on a plane and like and then he was having a hard time even thinking about sally and now all of a sudden he starts flirting with this lady on the plane and Good then they're him. then they're like Yolo, in love man. you know he's seen rebecca die i think he's just at that point in his life where you know life is short mm-hmm. let's do these things let's let's go on a plane let's see some babies let's go see sally and realizing i pined my entire life for sally and life is short does kate, does kate and toby do they make the right choice in not you know telling rebecca they can't be with her kid anymore but like do they make the right choice in saying you know based on the last scans that we had you know, my, I, I'm not sure if we're comfortable with you being alone with the kids. And and does she propose that option properly, Kate? In my opinion, she did not do it properly. <laughs> All right. Give me what would be proper. You get Miguel in on this action. Oh, yes. Why? Bam. Just like that. Why are people overlooking Miguel? Okay, <laughs> you know what? I get, I gotta, I gotta play this too. I'm, I'm sorry. If I could, if I could find it, <laughs> if I could find it, here it is. Y'all been sleeping on my boy Miguel. Kate, yeah, it's your mom, but you've kind of had a bad relationship with her for most of your life. Yeah, Miguel, jolliest, sweetest person ever. So many seems inflatables. Seems to have his act together. You know he loves kids because he loves inflatables. Yeah, like why not? Pull him aside and say, here's the scoop poop. Um, I don't feel comfortable with mom watching the babies. And he'd probably say, yeah, Kate, that's a dumb idea. You I don't think? even let her watch the Chia Pet. <laughs> Do you know how many times she asked me about the garbage, Kate? You've got a blind toddler and a baby. <laughs> I haven't said anything because I'm your stepdad, but like, where have you been? Where's your brain? Welcome to the party, pal. God. So I wish he had talked to Miguel and Miguel and she could come up with an idea and he could suddenly be like, Rebecca, I love the babies. I want to be there all the time. And then they can just casually say, hey, next time you come, we've got two kids. One of them, you know, has has a disability. Mm -hmm. Like, let's let's just always have Miguel here. You know, my kids are active. Let's let's do it up. Not lean into the fact, mom, your brain's broken. Yeah, good point. You know, I mean, yes, Rebecca, is it the truth? Yeah. Sure is, but I think it could have been handled a little differently, and I think that Kate totally dropped the ball on the resource of Miguel. But I'll, I will tell you, though, that the show did a smart thing in that they took Kate's overreaction when she was a teenager, and they contrasted that against Rebecca's overreaction as uh, a mature adult. Mm-hmm. And how each of them play off of each other, like the role reversal there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was a really important um, through line that the show managed very well. Would you say that this is the best Kate Rebecca episode so far? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. That's hard to say. There's been a lot of episodes. I will. I will say that to me, this is probably the best one so far because it, I just did at jointhenerdclan.com a knee-jerk reaction to Eternals. And one of the things I kept on saying about Eternals was, you know, Marvel does a great job at producing their films and eliciting emotional responses from you because you care about their characters. Eternals was so busy telling me what I should be feeling about their characters that it didn't actually let me feel about their characters. And I and I bring it up because I think This Is Us has been so busy telling me how I should feel about Rebecca and Kate that this was the first episode where I actually felt something because the characters actually felt something. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. Like I I didn't the show wasn't forcing its its narrative on me. I felt because it was a natural feeling. Yeah. Like I felt that heartbreak. I yeah. when Rebecca says to Kate, I won't date anymore. Like that's something that you would do as a parent. Yeah. 
like I would say that mm-hmm. if my kid was that upset, I'd be like, okay, I, I just won't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that reconciliation and the same thing goes when, when Rebecca says to Kate, you know what? I overreacted. Mm-hmm. You know, I shouldn't have, shouldn't have acted that way. And Kate like comes to her the way that she does. And, and uh, I, I think I just felt more this episode than I have in I previous. Really pre- well, and also too, now you've had the emotional weight of all these six seasons yeah. too. So, you know, it's hard to say like, because, because we have the history, this, this does mean so much. So I can appreciate where you're coming from that the weight of this really meant a lot. And I could see it doing that for you, for Kate and Rebecca. And speaking of the history, that's, I, I that's starting to unfold in this is us lore we're starting to get to see a little bit more of Miggy's desires and what and what Miggy's playing to. And it's not that it's like this is a I don't think this is like a premeditated thing from from Miggy taking her on these 51st dates or whatever it is mm-hmm. for the speed dating, but you you're starting to see the the inner workings of that. And yeah. when he is watching Rebecca on this little mini date with Matt and he like steps in and, and it's like, and, and then he, he's, he steps in, uh, you know, to be like, Hey, you know, do you How think about we, we go, just go out yeah, after, after this. Yeah. And, and then Matt steps in when she's talking with like the weird ferret guy and, and he, he's like, Hey, can we go for coffee? And, and you see the heartbreak on the poor guy's face on Miggy's face. Is is this the beginning? Do you think of these two and how they react and how yeah. they how they get these things done? I I gotta say, what? I'm kind of in on it. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of in on how Rebecca likes to go out on this date, and then but the first person she calls, it's Miggy. Yeah, like and she's like, I don't know what to do anymore. And it's not that he's like stepping in and like swooping into her DMs. He's just like there. He's just a friend, man. He's he, this is like when the friend zone actually works. Yeah. Because the friend zone never works. No, it doesn't. If you're a young person and you think being a friend uh, the the friend of the person you like is going to get you in, hate him already. <sighs> Maybe it's the sneaky like Kate, Kate won't notice if we go back to watching cheesy TV shows. That's right. Maybe we can hold hands under a blanket. <laughs> They're doing a lot more under the blanket <laughs> than holding hands. <laughs> oh. That's what she said. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I agree. Even just that little bit gives um, you some love. Yeah, I just I think that's really important. Yeah. I, I like where they're going with this. Another thing I kind of do like, too, you know. <laughs> kind of do. I kind of like. Okay. Is the subversion with Kevin and insisting upon himself Madison's boyfriend. What's his name? Elijah. Elijah's his yes, name. Elijah's his name. Give him I like decency. I like the subversion because when you think Kevin is texting whoever, it's actually your boy Elijah. Yes. And Elijah's like all too happy to give him a call and be like, hey, what's going on? You know, like, and they're talking and one question I do have, Mary, what? is does Elijah know about Madison's eating problem? Or did Kevin just out her without recognizing it? Good question. Yeah, I know. It's a good question. That's why I'm asking it. Um, I don't know. But I don't think he outed her. I mean, maybe he just thought like she's such a busy mom and she may not be thinking about this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he outed. I think he just said this is something that's a concern. That's fair. Uh, Fair. You know, like you don't have an eating problem, but when you get super busy and focused, you don't eat. That's correct. So I know a lot of parents, particularly with little ones, they just, are too busy and they don't feed themselves properly. Yep. So and they're or they're just snacking occasionally, you know, I, on, on whatever kid food there sadly, is. Sadly, I was the latter. <laughs> <laughs> All the puffs. No, I yeah, you had a few puffs. I, I know you did. Of the kids' puffs, the yeah. little. Oh, I know. Yeah, you had a They're couple like of those puffs. Things? Yep. No, I, I would eat the yogurt things. <laughs> the, the dried yogurt, the like oh, it's spaceman so yogurt. Gross! It's disgusting. Better than a puff. Most of most of the stuff uh, with Kevin uh, is really good in this episode, especially when Randall and everybody, else, especially Randall, calling him out 
for like how he just rushes into things. Like when he says like, do me a favor and don't propose to Cassidy. Love that. Just, just totally just gets it, understands it. And, Appreciate and, it. and I kind of speaks for all of us mm-hmm. when it relates to, to Kevin's relationships and how he jumps into that stuff. Um, do you think, Did you like the inclusion of Cassidy here? Yeah, I do. Yeah? Because what is her point, show? That's a good point. So as long as she's back, at least I can sit back and say, she told him to go after someone. Like, she was a friend. Yeah. Because we know that none of the characters in This Is Us have friends. (laughs) Good point. So she was a friend who helped him. You know, speaking of friends, by the way, and I know we're I know we're flip flopping here, but like, the fact of the matter is that Kate and her mother serve as best friends for each other. Okay, but like, where has the Kate and Madison dynamic been? Yeah, you have babies who were literally born like the same day. Yeah, how are you not calling each other all the time? There should be at least a phone call. And they're cousins. How are you not facetiming them all the time? Right. I just I feel like. We there should be more communication there. The it's, way that it comes off is that Kate's just totally grossed and weirded out that it Madison slept with her brother and nothing like was said to me because to go from being like you are my one friend on this planet, yeah, you plan my my bachelor, my baby shower, you know, all, all of these things, yeah, and now we don't even acknowledge each other's like presence whatsoever. Good point. It 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 feels a little off to me. Yeah, feels a little off. Is it also a little off that Cassidy does sum up Kevin's relationships the way that she does in saying that he's just a wrecking ball for women? No. I think Cassidy's very introspective and very um Wait, are you on the Cassidy train now? No, I'm not and not in the sense that I want her to get with Kevin. I'm just saying she's a deep person. She understands it. Yeah. Like she sees their connection as a connection, but it's one on a very, very slim margin like it's a very their connection is based superficially i just cassidy seen cassidy's seen she's shit, seen man. stuff you know yep, i get, and when you I get gotcha. that your eyes kind of get open to a lot of the world so i just think she's kind of like a deep sage but you know it's funny because the meta commentary from a lot of these characters concerning kevin i think it it, it serves as um a stand-in for the audience. You know, the audience can turn around and say, Kevin, you are an emotional wrecking ball for women. Like, Kevin, please don't propose to Cassidy right now. And he kind of, he doesn't propose to her. He asks her for ice cream. He asks her out for, and then he jumps right to hand-holding. And like, I love that their frank conversation about, you know, having sex or not having sex. He needs a dog. He does need a dog. Badly. He does need he a dog. He needs a companion dog. Not like a companion dog, but like <laughs> a companion. Just to cuddle and to play catch with. And Sure, yeah. Go get a golden retriever. Yeah. Name it, you know, something like Jack if you want. No, you don't need to. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, you know what? I think he does need a dog. Oh, Finally, though, there is at least some kind of rec- uh, recognition of the house being built that Nikki is there and uh, that there is a job that needs to be done in order to build this, in order to build this cabin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's fair. Uh, do you got anything else that you'd like to say about this episode, Marvin? Cause we are going to end this one relatively quick. Uh, no, I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident. All right. Fair enough. I think I agree. You ready for some in or out? Yeah. All right. I want to let you guys know that this In or Out is brought to you by jointhenerdclan.com, of course, where you get all of the great things. As I just mentioned, the uh, uh, knee-jerk reaction to Eternals. I did one for the Many Saints of Newark as well, if you're a Sopranos fan. Uh, In addition to all the other stuff that we have going on over there, uh, including early access to these podcasts and just a great community all together, uh, all a bunch of nerds talking about the things that they love. Go to jointhenerdclan.com, check it out, become a member, and help Mary and Blake Media just be a thing, right? Just be a thing. That's what we're here for. Okay, let's do it. What's it gonna be, McFly? Are you in or out? All right, Marvin, in or out, bubble cream, bubble, bubble cream, bubble gum ice cream. In. Way out. (laughs) I've had bubble gum ice cream. Yeah, it's gross. You're you're rude. It's, 
I don't know. I don't understand how anybody can like bubble crop bubble. I, why can I not say that word? See, that's but why. Cause you it's so bad. I can't even say it. Mm-hmm. My body just physically won't allow me to say bubblegum ice cream. It's delicious. In a route on smoothies. What kind of smoothies? I don't know. Just smoothies. You know, Kevin's saying that if Madison wants a smoothie, get her a smoothie. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like smoothies. I, I like how, like what kind of smoothie are we talking? I think that's a valid question. Like, are we like heavy yogurt smoothie or are we like heavy fruit smoothie? Which, like, I think I'm more of a sm- fruit smoothie person. Okay. Than like a vegetable yogurt smoothie person. Okay. I don't like kale in my smoothie. That's where I draw the line. If I can feel the grit of the kale, I'm yeah, out. I can no. do spinach. I can do basil. Oh, basil inside a smoothie. <laughs> oh, <yeah>, baby. <laughs> oh, the little green apple in there. Oh, some green apple I could do. Maybe some green grapes. Maybe go a little crazy. Throw some watermelon in there. What? Oh my god, Blake! I'm not letting you make smoothies. <laughs> in a route on speed dating. I'm in. I'm kind of in on it. Yeah. You, you know what? What? You just gotta you gotta see people, man. You gotta go meet people. That's how I felt with Match.com. I know you. It was you, speed dating for me. You said yes to everybody Everyone, except the wicked old guys and the guys who just wanted sex. That's true. That's true. And she ignored me for. For oh a God, number of months, ladies true. and gentlemen, ignored me, and then finally she she succumbed to my great looks and my witty banter, and <sighs> <laughs> my hate of Harvard kids. Okay, continue. I didn't know this about you. In or out in on uh, who wants to be a millionaire? I was in on it. I was in on it too. I'm still in on it. It's it's unfortunate Reed just ain't around anymore. I even quoted it today to you. You did, as a matter of fact. <laughs> you did. That's right. You're welcome. Yeah, Blake was having an issue on uh, a website. And I said, do you need to phone a friend? That's true. That's 100% true. Um, I was so in on We used to watch it all the time in my house. You get Regis up there. You, you're doing, who wants to be a millionaire? Like, oh, and you, you, the whole phone a friend thing in the audience. They're all hitting the, the buttons. Well, I know and, what the modern version of it is now. What? The Hogwarts house tournament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the first couple of questions, you're like, oh my God, these are so easy. And then it gets to the latter ones. Yeah, and you're, and you're like, like, no. That's um, next level. My, you know, my mother was also obsessed with that show, The Weakest Link. You remember The Weakest Link? Yep. Yeah, she was. She had a cu- coffee cup that said The Weakest Link. She she was like <laughs> obsessed with it. watched a lot of TV. We did. We were a big TV family. Speaking I wasn't of that. really allowed to watch that much. In a route on Law and Order. I'm out. out. I know a lot of people love it. I know. People are in on The Dick Wolf Show. I get it. But the thing is, and it's coming is back. Is that the one? Dun, 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 is that Law and Order? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. No, uh, I'm all set. Um, all right. In or out on coffee dates. What does that mean? When you go on a date, it's, it's a coffee date. You go yeah. on, co- I'm out on coffee dates. You want to know why? Why? Bad breath. Bad breath. And like, like you're definitely not going to want to kiss if you had something different. If you maybe had a tea, but that person had a weird coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is, what if the date's going well? Do you just keep getting coffee? No, then you go out for a meal. So you time your coffee date. I once again, I did a lot of dating. <laughs> you time the coffee date so it's like a three o'clocker. Uh huh. Okay, and that way, if it's going well, it rolls into dinner. Yeah, but I, I you see, I don't know because then, no, like, how do coffee- you bring it up? How do you bring up the like, hey, let's go out to dinner now? If you're like, oh my God, we've been sitting here laughing and talking for an hour and a half, two hours. Are you hungry? Yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah. And then the person says, yeah, I'm hungry too. Yeah, but then you get the awkwardness of like, okay, do we go in the same car together? Do we not go in the same car? Do we meet you there? How do I How do I meet you? Like, This is why you didn't have these dates, okay? Yeah, no. I love you I'm, very much. I'm out on it. I'm out on coffee dates. See, I learned everything. And then by the time I came to you, I taught you. <laughs> it was done. All right, in or out on the show Entourage. Out. Out. Way out. Don't like that show. Don't want nothing to do with that show. Uh, in or out. In or out on holding hands while walking. In. I'm way in. I know you are. That's why I said I'm in. Give give me all I'm the hand really holding. I'm not really in. Physical touch is my least I know. of my love languages. <laughs> and I married someone it's my most, top. It's my top one. It's like, it's like, it's like physical touch and then everything else is like 100% below it. It's so hard. I have to tell myself, hold Blake's hand. And then when it starts to get cramped or sweaty, I have to tell myself, have you held it long enough? <laughs> because he's going to look at you and keep reaching. All right, listener, do you want to know something something very deep and intimate? I like holding Mary's hand while we sleep. 
It's my favorite thing to do on this planet. I love it. Except I like to move around. When I, I know sleep. you do. So what, what so I do. then he'll like I, dig through the blankets. That's true. my hand. Yeah. And then I feel his hand and I think it's a robber or something. <laughs> yeah, it's a robber. Okay, sure. So a robber's coming to hold I've your I've been hand. watching Euphoria. Okay. There's some weird <laughs> stuff. <laughs> oh, now it's holding hands while sleeping. Best thing ever. I And I know, I know it's on borrowed time. I know because I know what the end is coming. So I try to get it in as much as I can. <laughs> That's what she said. I, can't, I, can't I try that. to get enough, as much hand holding in as possible at night. When I'm really not in the mood <laughs> to even hold his hand, yeah, I just put a pillow in between yeah. so he can't yeah, find me. <laughs> a stupid body pillow. That thing sucks. I hate that thing. Uh, yeah. Out on body there's just, pillows. There's just times because he does. He gets all sweaty. <laughs> yeah, it's all sweaty. No, he doesn't let me sleep because then I want to roll around. Harry. I love you. She's a much. major roller. So much rolling. Oh my God! Stealing all the blankets. Just leave me alone. Drive me nuts. All right, last one. <laughs> last one. Same. Same. So this is this is kind of a cousin to the hand holding experience. <laughs> okay. Cuddling on the couch while watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mary. Okay. So. Uh, Come on, Mary. I do it on a daily basis. Just not with me. Not with me. And I think if I wasn't constantly covered in a child, I could potentially be cutting with Blake. There are parents listening right now that know what it means to be touched, like overtouched, overtouched. Yeah. Yeah. Overtouched. Blake can sit down after work and, uh, you know, just sits on the couch and he's happy go lucky. And then he looks over at me and I have two children suction cup to me, a cat stuck in my lap. And there's all this other room to sit on our big couch. They need to be right on me. <laughs> so by the time they finally go to sleep, I just want to stretch and like let my limbs just feel breathe. air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I used to like the other day. The, the other day we were watching the Olympics, and Mary she was not feeling well, and she actually asked <laughs> me to come sweet. sit next to her, and I was like, oh, yes. That's when Blake goes, oh, no, you are sick. You <sighs> oh, never asked me to cuddle. Oh, my God. All I have to do is get you sick in order to, sit, in order to cuddle with you on, on the couch? All right. Let's go lick some toilets. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So that is it for in or out. You got a hot take, Marvin? No, but I do have a PSA. Okay. All right. Give me your PSA while you're at Don't lick toilets, ladies and gentlemen. It is Girl Scout cookie season. Yeah, oh, yes, it is. Okay. And if you don't have a Girl Scout from whom you want to buy cookies from, okay. I just found out that you can order from Troop 6000. Okay. It is a Girl Scout troop made up of the homeless girls in New York City. Oh, okay. So Troop 6000. Yep. Um, and it's it's all for, for little girls in the shelter system, and they hold Girl Scout sessions. And, wow. Wow. Um, you know, they get to do all the things. But if you are hankering for a hunk of Thin Mints. Yeah, oh, yeah. Or a little samosa. Or the, or the, the peanut, peanut butter, butter one. Oh, yep. Troop 6000. Just Google Girl Scout Troop 6000. You can order your cookies right okay. from them. And it's Hashtag not them. a sponsor, by the way. No, I just found this out today. And I'm I know, like, I'm just everyone saying. needs to know this. I'm just saying that we're not being paid to say this. This is a genuine, <laughs> honest <Scouts>. thing. Yes. <laughs> it is an honest thing. All right. Uh, my hot take is... It's not much of a hot take necessarily. It's more of a. Is yours a PSA about Girl Scout cookies? It, no, too? it's not. It's a question. Which take. shout out to Annie. Peggy showed up. <laughs> Annie Peggy finally her. showed. Yep. Annie can't get the the vaccine approval to yep. be filming on this set, or maybe she can. She's probably she's older than six by now. Yeah, I'm sure she. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's probably like twelve by so now. Those kids on that set, because where are they? L.A. Uh, yeah, they're in L.A. That's where they film. Yeah. Because I assume that that's the that's probably a thing that they have for all those actors there. Sure, yeah. Because I, I was thinking they were in New York, but they're not. So maybe maybe things are different in California than New York. But uh, <laughs> yeah, little little Annie, little Peggy, Peggy she finally showed, showed up. Hey guys, knock knock joke. You're like my knock knock joke. I'm like, oh, wow, I haven't kid. seen you in like three years. Where you been, Peggy? <laughs> <laughs> COVID, Blake. COVID. Um, all right. So this is more of like a question take, I suppose. Which is, is the show? Like purposely misdirecting us with the Cassidy thing, like 
we know that Kevin ends up on the East Coast. Right? How do we so, know that? Because he ends up living in the cabin, the, the, the new house with his kids. Does his mom live there too? Well, yeah. So wait, he lives with his dying mom and his kids. Yeah. You just don't think that's like where he stores his extra stuff? That's like his, his home home forever. What, do you think that, do you think. He's uh, rich. We, like messed up Rebecca's just walking around the house by herself? Miguel. If he's alive. We don't know if Miguel's there. Okay, so whatever. We're pretending that Kevin's in this home full time Kev- with th- his mom. Yes. Hopefully has like a hospice nurse. Guaranteed has a hospice nurse. Okay, continue. Okay. So he's there. So for him to be with Madison, who is in LA, I mean, maybe she makes the move. Maybe she does. Does have a job? No one has a job. Nobody has a job in the show. Even Kevin. Except Elijah. (laughs) What does Elijah do? I thought he said he had a job. He doesn't have no job. He's too busy making smoothies and being, being, and insisting upon himself. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I just, I, I want to say that he's with Cassidy. But I don't know. Is he with Sophie? Where is Sophie now? She's on the East Coast. Okay. Madison doesn't have a job. And if he has the kids there, Madison's not going to be staying in L.A. with her no job. She'll move East Coast. Even if they're not together, they're not going to raise their kids by coastal. Yeah, right. So, like, what does that say, then? If the kids are with Kevin. Yeah, that Madison's at least on the East Coast. Right. She doesn't have a job. It's fine. She's a rich baby daddy. So it's not necessarily a take. It's more just like a, huh. Maybe she has her own apartment inside that giant house. Maybe she's living in the garage. And can I just say something? <laughs> what? Just to put into perspective, once again, of the Zennial millennials. Sure. How like, hard we have it financially. Mm-hmm. Jack Pearson. Did he have a lot of money? No. Yet they owned a cabin in the woods. That's true. Good point. Maybe they're just very they frugal and it. saved their money. It's yeah. not like they Airbnb'd it one no. week a year. No, no, they, that's, that was theirs, and they did it. Yes. Yeah, and it's not like they could Airbnb it themselves. No, because it had all their stuff, and they would always just randomly show up yeah. to it. Like, hey, let's go to the cabin tonight. Okay, here it is. It's a Wednesday. They had enough money. Yeah, to have a cabin. Because it was the 80s. Yeah. Even though they were eating hot dogs and mac and cheese and watching to see if they could it get was the, the, the coat at the That's what at it is. Gimbals, yeah. you know, the suit at Gimbals. Don't worry, still we'll, still, cabin. we'll still go to the cabin. Maybe that was the only vacations that they ever took. I don't care. I can't buy a cabin. You can't buy a cabin right now. I know. I want to buy a cabin. Jack Pearson could. We need more, more members that join the nerdclan.com <laughs> so we can buy <laughs> a cabin. We need to time travel and go back to the 80s. <laughs> I know. <laughs> where you could afford to do these things. Oh, okay, right. So you're just saying it's somebody on the East Coast, yeah, which I will say all of them will be on the East Coast. That's It's a fair statement. I think it's going to be Sophie. I think it's going to be Sophie. I love how many times you've changed your mind. I, I've changed. I've, I have gone nuclear in my takes and then I've retracted my nuclear takes. You've essentially takes. written like love letters and you've written their, their marriage um, <laughs> contract for every single one of these broads. I have totally. Oh my God. It's totally it has to be Madison. Has to. I can see it. They're perfect. Never mind. Has to be Cassidy. Has to. I, mean, I think I was most in on Cassidy. I, I was most in on Cassidy because I felt like we know, Blake. that was the right thing. We, we've heard you talk about it. All, <laughs> all right. Let's close this bad boy out. You ready? Because I don't even care who he ends up with. <laughs> it don't even matter anymore. Okay. Here we go. Let's close it out. cheesy is the ending is it like ghost rebecca sees ghost jack and they embrace do they no i don't think they're doing that i don't think so either do they go to the tree they go into the tree telling you they're going to the tree does ghost rebecca stand there with them with ghost jack is there a ghost rebecca and a ghost jack that's basically what i want to know i think there's going to be a ghost rebecca and ghost jack but they'll be in the background it'll be be like they'll be blurred out that's what i want to know but they'll see them like it'll be the big three yeah, around the tree. Yeah, with their ki- with their kids and the kids' kids, whatever. And but in the background, you'll see blurred out ghost Rebecca and ghost. Jack. <laughs> Sadly, no Miguel anywhere to be. Yeah, seen. Miggy's just gone. <laughs> just ghost dad. <laughs> ghost dad. Ghost dad. <laughs> oh. Goodness. So thank you all so much for tuning on in. If you are listening in real time, yes. Thank you for your patience. I um. 
Yeah, obviously Mary's not doing well. You can hear it in her voice. <laughs> I am not okay. <laughs> you sounded like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but we so, do. We truly thank you. Say, hey, Mavi, you want to close us out? Yes. <laughs> I thought you were. No, you're supposed to we- say it. Thought you wanted me to wait for Boston. I do want to. No, I'm saying that you're supposed to say that so you can mimic my voice. <gasps> I didn't understand. No. I'm sick. Okay. <sighs> okay. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to us. Hold. Uh, no. So there's still a little why. Yeah. My um, name's Mary. What? I said my name is Mary. You did. <laughs> Go to maryandblake.com, ladies and gents, to check out all the great podcasts that we have going on at the moment. Okay, uh, stop. Okay. She said, I think Yeah. You're welcome, Blake. Thank you so much. Uh, check out all the great podcasts and blogs that we have going on over there and keep up to date with all the new happenings at jointhenerdclan.com and if you want to get in touch with Mary and I have your emails and everything read on this show or at the end of the other of the shows that we do email us at maryandblakemedia at gmail.com or check us out on Facebook Twitter YouTube Instagram it's all there we're there having a good time that's that my name's Mary <laughs> hopefully I don't get sick my name's Blake <laughs> and this is us too. Sunrise, sunset. Here's the nice and the